0: To the untrained eye, real estate is the business of shelter, of comfort, of home.
1: But industry insiders know that just behind the curtain resides a world teeming with innovation and disruption and sometimes brutal competition.
0: And there in the midst of it all stand our industry leaders, the folks with the answers to our million-dollar questions in real estate.
1: We've got one of those leaders here for you today.
0: I'm Jessica Edgerton.
1: And I'm Tarko Heidinga from a Leading Real Estate Companies of the World.
0: Let's pull back the curtain. Welcome to Million Dollar Question. This is a Soulfire production
1: everyone, and welcome here again at another episode of Million Dollar Question. So great for you to join us today. Here, your host, Taco, coming to you with another special guest here, the amazing Stefan Langdalf. So before we get to the questions, let's just quickly do an introduction of Stefan. Stefan is the founder and CEO of Stefan Immobilien calls Immobilion, Karlsruhe's finest boutique real estate agency. Specializing in a luxury property, he offers a complete suite of real estate services for the most discerning buyers and sellers. High quality residential properties have inspired this experienced real estate agent already for over 20 years. In the real estate business since 1999 and a career as an agent with Deutsche Bank Immobilien, he founded his uh, brokerage company in 2004 and acquired the exclusive franchise rights from Engels and Volkers uh, for the Karlsruhe area. Stefan gained international real estate experience with his own office on the American's East Coast and after selling his company in 2014 with its three franchise location, he is now the managing partner of Stefan Landau's Immobilien. With a great deal of empathy for his individual wishes for the clients, he accompanies his clients with excellent market knowledge in both in the Karlsruhe area and on an international luxury real estate market. Looking forward very much to have this great conversation with Stefan. Have a lot of fun so welcome everyone to the million dollar question and again as you heard in the introduction we have a very special guest here with us today uh, we have uh, stefan Lundahl, and uh stefan uh, a good day to you great to have you on the show uh before we get to the million dollar question right uh, let me just ask you how have the first six months of 2023 been for you so far
0: Thank you, Taco, to everyone on the show. And thank you very much to invite me. I'm very proud to be part of this. Everything is fine. And so the first six months have been very good for us. Some high price deals are closed and the property is being prepared for marketing uh, in the next couple of weeks. So, all in all, we are very happy how things are going, especially in these special times. So,
1: Great, Stefan. Yeah. Really great. Uh, Stefan, you are one of our leading RE members in uh, Germany. Uh, Can you give us a little bit of a brief summary of what has happened in the property market, especially in Germany, in, let's say, the past 12 months?
0: Okay, so, yeah, first of all, we are living in challenging times, not only in the property market, right? So, rising real estate prices and now falling prices, rising building interests and construction costs, inflation and the war in Ukraine. Numerous factors are currently uh, causing unrest on the German real estate market. So most of my clients are very nervous how things change in Germany. So for first it was material shortages, high energy prices, now it's high interest rates, and then nervousity about the new building energy act from the German government. Um so they are shaking up the real estate market right now.
1: Very much shaking up the real estate market. And that's that definitely things that we have heard. I think if you would compare it with, you know, previous years where Germany was like super booming, right? I heard that you know the bigger cities were doing super well, right? Uh, there was a lot of demand coming from international everywhere in the world, you know, all the way from China till you know wherever, you know, coming to Germany. And if I understand correctly, that has shifted, right? That is now the other way around. It's now less buy- less buyers in uh, in uh, in Germany, and actually there's a trend of Germans going more abroad. Is that correct?
0: Yes, it's fully fully correct. So I agree with that. So so if you want to sell at the moment. Often have to reckon with high price reductions. So, we are currently experiencing the lower weighted phase of price correction across all property okay. classes. But an approved collapse in real estate prices is not to be expected uh, from today's perspective. So, so, the gap in the real estate market is widening between future proof properties, especially new buildings in good locations, uh, but also existing buildings at the energy efficient and future less properties, especially old buildings that have not mm-hmm. been renovated. To make them more energy efficient, so the new building is, is therefore lame. Living space is becoming even scarcer. So, so from a political and social point of view, point, so this is a big problem. So, um, however, the logic of the market alone speaks in favor of purchase. Since the real estate portfolio is likely to increase uh, in value in this environment, those those who have sufficient equity and are not dependent on more expensive financing should buy right now. So, um, I think this is the market right now.
1: Very interesting. Very interesting. You know, Stefan, when I was doing research for uh, for this this podcast, right, I, th- th- it shows that there's a remarkable shift of of Germans actually uh, of ger- actually German residential property buyers uh, that are looking beyond their borders, right? So outside of Germany. So wh- why do you think so many Germans are looking to purchase abroad, and what has caused this trend to happen?
0: Well, so um, first of all, it's true and in my point of view, the uncertainty about how things will go in Germany is one reason why many people are considering buying a property outside of Germany. So there are different reasons that motivate you to buy a property abroad. For, For some, it's simple, too much change in Germany in the next few years. And for others, it's perhaps always been the dream of life to own a property in Spain or Portugal or other countries around the world. So
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And and, and yeah, we, we have seen that also within the leading RE network, the amount of referrals that is going outside of Germany. Uh, but just to continue on that, you know, with the energy prices so high and other impacts in the economy, how does it influence the decision making process for buyers? Right. So. You know, and do agents have to adjust their knowledge and their standards, right? So I can imagine that, you know, back in the days, you know, anybody could sell real estate, right? Because, you know, it was so easy. There was a lot of demand, you know, prices were going up, but there was enough inventory. Now things are changing, like you mentioned. And I want to, I'm very interested how that influences, you know, the market itself, right? For agents, you know, do they need to become better? Is their knowledge become better? Their standards? Maybe you can share something about that.
0: Okay, so first of all, it's a, a very interesting question. So so the energy prices for, for natural gas and electricity were in November 2022, uh, on average, 65% higher than in the same month last year. Um, at this time, the interest of buyers has decreased massively. And on the other hand, in the month between December and today, the offer has increased significantly. So due to the high construction prices and financing costs, there is a trend away from the buyer's market Towards the rental market, especially in the big cities in Germany. So um, I think for for brokers and agents, this means that they have to adjust to no longer uh, to longer marketing times and have to become more activities um, as, as deal makers again, you know. So so brokers would have to increase marketing activities and make the new market environment uh-huh. clear to sellers. So ex- I think extended sales processes should be planned. Buyers would have to be prepared for interest rates to continue to rise, which could negate the effect of falling purchase prices. So um, uh, brokers and and agents have to be explanatory and bring both sides closer to each with with expertise and and, and knowledge of the market.
1: So, wow! Wow! That is that that is so fascinating think, how you explain that, uh, Stefan. Uh, you use the word extended sales processes, right? So sales—you mean to say—sales process will be longer, and agents would need to stay on with their buyers and their sellers for a longer period of time to get the process done. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, right, absolutely right. So normally, in the last couple of years, you have uh, marketing time three or four months, two months, six weeks, eight weeks, and uh, and now you have um, the t- typical time is six, six, eight, and eight, six between six and eight months. Wow. So. Um, I think it's it's very, very interesting so to, to to speak with the, with the buyers and sellers over the situation. Very interesting, uh, Stefan.
1: I'd like to, to continue a little bit more on that, you know, on your specific business, right? Uh, I mean, you, you have a very interesting business. Uh, you have been in the real estate yourself for quite some time, right? You, you're very experienced in this line of business. How have you adjusted your own model of your clients to provide the service based on these trends in, in, in your own company?
0: Um well, we stayed or we stick to our concept over the last couple of years, which has been proven now and uh, made us very successful also during the last couple of years, and especially in times like we are facing at the moment, especially in Europe, you know. So, so we can really see that the constant close service to our clients is, is the gate of our success. Wow. That's really good. So
1: you stay true on what you already always have been providing, what always has been working, basically. It's now just that it takes a little bit longer in that sales process to get deals done. And you need to be able to better advise your clients, I would assume.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right.
1: Yeah. Oh, that is, that, is so, that, is, that is really interesting. So, you know, I'm just interested, you know, coming back to, you know, Germans going abroad and, and looking for countries. You mentioned yeah. Spain just now when we were talking. Uh, do, do you see any other more favorable countries that Germans are buying at the moment?
0: Yes, yeah, so I think, think, think Spain. Spain is the, the favorite country for, for for German buyers. So especially the Balearic Islands mm-hmm. and the Mediterranean, uh, Mallorca, Ibiza, or, or Menorca. So and the other countries uh, we see is um, Croatia, and uh, wow. Italy, of course. So so from from the south of Germany, you need a, a drive from three four hours, and you are in Italy, so <laughs> everything is fine. So um, I think these these countries are the the most uh, uh, favorable countries. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And and Stefan, I know that you also have been adjusting your business model to be doing better offerings in, I think it was in Spain, right? That you're looking for uh, some operations to see how you can offer that to your German clients. Is that correct?
0: Yes, right. This is correct. So we are, we are on track to opening an office on, on the beautiful island of Mallorca. And um, so the Balearic Islands are in demand as second home locations like never before. So Mallorca is a divine island destination, world famous for beautiful beaches, lively capital city of Palma, and picturesque mountains, valleys, and countryside, and has retained its authentic charm. So we have a world renowned destination that's ideal for both holiday home and year round living. So, and uh, you have direct flights from, from many main cities in Europe. And last uh, since last years, you have the, the direct flight from uh, New York to Palmice International Airport. So you see a lot of lot of US buyers on the market, and um, I think it, it's 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 time it's time to make the move. So yeah,
1: well done, well done. I think it's really good that you adjust your business on that, open that operation. That will definitely be in favor of you know helping your clients. So an interesting also the area that you're that you're going to. But you know, looking back to Germany, right? Like I said, Germany is going through, let's, let's call it tough times, right? There's a significant shift in the business. Uh, interest rates are rising. Energy prices are exploding. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Is it, probably you're the right person to ask is, what, what do you see in the upcoming years? Let's say three to five years. Do you see any changes? Do you think things will move into a direction that it becomes more affordable and people will start buying again? Or do you see this for the long term in Germany?
0: Yes, yeah, so... It is a very, very, very good question. So, uh, I, I would like to say, um, I think um, th- how the market is right now. So, I think you you'll see in the next couple of years. So, um, yeah, it's it's very very hard to 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 answer this question. So, but I think uh, um, in in twenty four I will change. I think it's challenging for all market yeah. players. So, in, in investors will be busy digesting the turnaround in interest rates uh, for at least the first f- few months. So, and, and and many users will will increasingly feel the effects of the yes. economic downturn. So, I think it remains to to be seen where the price will level off. We are certain that the rise in interest rates will not translate one to one into additional real estate yields. So, so, the large difference between real estate and bond in in recent years is mainly due to ultra loose monetary policy, and will now narrow, narrow. So. Um, yeah, I think, I think many buyers will return to the market when price stabilizes and transaction activities will pick up again. Uh, nevertheless, the demand volume will remain lower than yeah. in recent years. So I, I'm absolutely sure. So, yeah.
1: That's very interesting. So, Stefan, I'm just very curious about this, right? When, when you talk to sellers, right, in the German market and with this information you just shared with me, right, how, how do you set those expectations with sellers? Do sellers still have in mind the previous years that they can sell fast at the highest price? or do, do you already feel that the market knows that there is a shift? How, how is the current sentiment in, for, for Germans?
0: Yes, yeah, so, so it's, a little bit, it's a little bit different. So you, you have sellers, they, they have the high price in mind. So they are not often for to, to, to communicate uh, falling prices. So they, they have the high price. They, they need the high price, of course. So And then on the other hand, you, you have sellers, they say, okay, um, the market has changed. Um, we, what, what can we do? So we must reduce the price. So you are on the market with the listing for four, five, six, seven months, and you have no showings, you have no no offers. So what is the next step? So the only thing you can do is you 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 make yeah. a price reduction. So or you you, you build the building in, in one, one on the other hand. So but but the, the price reduction is the only way to to become to become exactly. a buyer right now.
1: Exactly. And when you have those early conversations with sellers, right, do you like I'm looking always a little bit at the skill sets of, you know, professionals like you. Right. How how do you set those expectations now? Do you go to sellers and you show them the data of the recent months? Do you show them what you know, what are the effects with proven, you know, latest transactions? How, How do you set those expectations with the sellers if you have those first conversations
0: with them? Yeah. So I, I, th- I think, uh, so the, the high price in mind is, is one thing mm-hmm. for, from the sellers. So the other side is if you speak over data, um, you, you can't excuse the, the, the price range. So you can't discuss what, what can we do at the marketing side or, or what must we do at the marketing side? So, but, but if you see, if you have the data on the table, so you, you discuss yes. over facts. So and, and at, a, at a typical point, if you spoke over the price, uh, so, so you need the data, so you can you can say, okay, I, I feel the price a little bit higher or a little bit lower, but but at the end of the day, so you have yeah. the facts on the table. So fantastic. It is what it is.
1: I love that. It is what it is. (laughs) That was a quote that I used to also tell my sellers when I tried to prove to them that the price was a little lower. And then the end of my presentation was always like, it is what it is. (laughs) I really like that, Stefan. It's really great. Uh, Hey, Stefan, I heard uh, from my colleague, uh, Liv, that you previously also was uh, with a franchise company. You used to be with a franchise and then you shifted back to becoming yeah. an independent real estate company. I'm very interested to know why did you make this move and how has this benefited you so
0: far? Okay, so, so so well, first of it all, it was a great and successful time as a franchisee. So um, I, I'm now in the business for more than 20 years and I established my own company in 2004 and, and took over the franchisee from England and Focus. But But in 2014, after 10 years with three offices, one of them in the U.S., and more than twenty agents, I have decided to, to sell my company. So that's the, the first step. So you know, and um, so you ask me why yes. I make this move. So so as a franchisee, yeah. you you have a lot of restrictions. You know, so the, the franchisee can only do business in a designated geographic area. So in in small areas, there is no room for yeah. further expansion. Selling only residential real estate, in my point, so so limited scope for decision making, paying royalties, of course, and and all the other things from a typical franchise system brought me to, yes. to this decision so it's it's very easy so and um
1: and, yeah. and and you know let's 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 unpack this for a little bit Stefan, because i find this very interesting i used to also be with a franchise you know franchise companies are always very good in selling their franchises because they they promise you the world and then you go in and then you end up like i said paying a lot of fees royalties you know tech fees you know whatever it is what is one of the things, you know, for anybody that's listening right now and thinking maybe I should become a franchise one day. What is something that the franchisers, franchisers the, the ones that are selling the franchise, what are, not, what are they not telling you, right, that you should know before you open a franchise? Anything you can share on that?
0: Oh, oh, this is also a good question. So so I think uh, you have a lot of points uh, in, in, in the conversation with uh, with the franchise Company, so um, I think you. In, in the middle of the conversation, you you speak over gross commission income and and costs and um, build your shops or offices or the, the, the things. So, but but no one can tell you how's the yes. market really. So this is a really big problem. So um, if you are an, a real estate professional, so you and you are in the business in this market, so you. It's not not a problem. So you know your market, you know the people, you know the situation. So you know the transactions and the other things. But um, if you are not a professional and you are coming from outside into the system, um, the system looks great that the brand is cool and, and, and the other things so you know so so everything is fine everything is easy Yeah, so you open the shop and you make the next couple of days yeah. you make business so but but I think mean, this is not true. It's a hard business. real estate is, is a long time business a hard business people of business course. of course so and um, I think it is it is very uh, very important that, that that every person looks very, I would like to say um, looks looks very very easy on the brand. So with a little distance and, and, and look and feel, is this right for me, or or is this show, or is this? Uh, and this yeah. is
1: so. a really great advice, Stefan. I really I really appreciate that you that you share on that because i think really that people should know that yeah they come with a beautiful brand it's like this shiny box from the outside but you really have to know what is inside and if it really can you know support your company if it can support your growth your expansion because most of the work still has to be done by yourself and you know like you said you know your market the best so the question is if you really need the franchise or that the franchise actually really needs you right that's the question of uh, of how how it works so so thank you for sharing some light on that uh, you know, you you let's go to leading RE, right? You you are a great member with us in leading RE. Uh, I think for one and a half years now. I, I'm actually curious to know what what made you join our network.
0: Yeah, so so well, the unique point of my company, uh, from my point of view, is that we try really work with our close network we have. What, what we really see is that, that our clientele, which is the top end of the market is uh, really looking for company who can offer full service in all places around the world in the residential yeah. and commercial business. So with my expertise in the market and the leading re network of world market uh, leading independent residential brokers in over seventy countries, I can assist our clients anywhere in the world. and I think this is why I joined leading re. So fantastic,
1: fantastic. Yeah. and we're very happy to have you with us, of course, Stefan. and again, so great that you're you're able to share some light here today with us. You know, coming to an end closely on this on this podcast session, you know, uh, first of all, you know, where can people find more information about you or your company? Can you maybe share any website, social medias or anything else that we can find about about your company and the things that you're doing?
0: Yes. So, so, so you can find more information about me on our website, landaufquote.com or visit our Instagram page at Landorf Co.
1: Very great, very great. That yes. is uh, fantastic. So, and uh, as a final note, you know, because, uh, you know, it's great to, to learn more about the the, the, the of course, the German market. It's really great to see the expansion to to how they go to the Mediterranean and see what is happening a little bit on the future and your, and your knowledge on franchisees. Is there any other message or thought or something you would like to share with our audience here today, Stefan?
0: So, yeah, yeah. first of all, thank you for your interest and and listening to this show. And feel free uh, to contact me if you need further information over the property market in Germany or
1: or on my own. That's really great, Stefan. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here with us. And we know you're a very, very busy man and and that you make some time this, uh, this morning to spend some time with us. It's really, really great. Uh, Thank you so much for joining here with us here in a million dollar question. And Stefan, I hope to see you soon, hopefully in Dubai, where we have our next global symposium event, or we will see you anywhere else, maybe soon in Mallorca when you have your operations over. So thank you so much for joining us here today.
0: Yes, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank
1: you. So everyone, that was today's session here at Million Dollar Question. We had the great Stefan Landau here with us today talking about the German market and also what that means for the future. And we were very happy to have him here today. If you have any questions, you know where to find him. And I am looking forward to see you again soon in our next episode here of Million Dollar Question. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye.